So are you big on camping in summer heat? Well, I don't necessarily like it, but I do it. We're going to talk about that today on this edition of Rolling Home. Well, I don't know what the weather is like where you're at, but it's warming up here in central Arkansas. And we're having cool days, and we're having warm days, and we're already having a few hot days. Well, soon, they'll all be hot. So, it's time to de-winterize the rig and get it on the road for some fun in the summer. But the heat of summer many times can be a detractor for folks who don't go to RV parks and are able to hook up. As you know, I'm a big boondocker and I like to camp off grid and it's the favorite thing that that I do and it's not just for cost savings but I think it's more desirable because you don't typically have a lot of people around you and it's just, I don't know, it's just more of a serene way to camp as far as I'm concerned. Now, I know there's a whole group of people who, for the most part, camp in the spring and they camp in the fall. And that is two of the most enjoyable times of the year to camp. There's no doubt about it. You don't have to worry about the extreme hot weather or the extreme cold weather. But I have camped um, in the winter and, and, and in the summer. In fact, um, a lot of the times that I'm traveling seems to be in the summer and I would hate not to be able to camp in the summer because it is such an enjoyable time because all the recreation is available in the summer. There's, you know, fishing, uh, water sports and all the things that go with that. So I wouldn't want to just relegate myself to one time of the year. Now, winter, of course, it's it's a whole different ballgame. You want to stay warm in the winter, but uh, in the summer, you're trying to stay cool. And boondocking presents its own set of issues because you're not uh, connected to power. And you could, you know, particularly the way we boondock, there's some places that we boondock that it's not really advantageous, or I shouldn't say advantageous, but it's uh, not really the wise thing to do to be running the generator all the time. And the gas generator on the Travado is, you know, it's kind of loud and it, it's not too bad if, if you're away from people, but it's kind of loud not only for people that are around you, but it's also loud for uh, us. So I try to use it as little as possible. So that leads me to the strategy of ways to stay cool and I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos and things about how to stay cool and people that live in their vans and travel in their vans all the time but there are a few things that I've come up with that are the same in some ways and different in other ways what I've already noticed about the Travato van which is based on a uh, Ram Promaster platform is that as I mentioned earlier, there's like three distinct areas. There's the front seating, there's the middle dinette, there's the galley, 
and there's the bedroom area uh, that's actually four I didn't mention the front seating area the, the seats do flip around but that front area where the seats are and that front glass it's a huge front windshield there is a lot a lot of heat generated on that front windshield so I'm already I've already learned that to get a good reflectix uh, on the front windshield is essential in the summer and as far as that goes in the winter keeping um, keeping it warm but essential in the summer and reflecting some of that heat away from the van but I go several steps further if you know anything about the Travato it has a uh, built-in or you I guess it's an option you can get a built-in like a slide up um, shade for the front well what I do is I put reflectives reflectix behind the shade and then I pull up the shade as well and then in addition to that I have found that placing some blackout curtains in the front it kind of gives it a double or triple barrier against the heat and really really works well and these are not expensive curtains. These are curtains you can find at Walmart, and they're black, and they're blackout shades. They're thick. They're like the old lined curtains that uh, people used to put in their homes. And, of course, you can also buy a tension curtain rod there. And basically what I do, I stick it right above the area above the, uh, the captain's chairs in the Travato. And then I just pull it to and then also drape it over and use some clips like some uh, binder clips to clip it the curtain around the area where I'm sitting if I'm using the chairs in the front of the cab that really really does keep the heat down and it isolates that area now if you're not gonna be using the captain's chairs you're not gonna have them turned around and using them, you can just kind of put the curtain down and let it just separate the area completely. But typically, we do want to use those chairs. Now, there's a new thing that I found that really works well. And I have, um, I got this idea from one of the uh, Travato owners in Wannabe's uh, Facebook group. And what it is putting a curtain rod between the galley, the kitchen galley, and the uh, bed bathroom area and I'm telling you it could be that that there's a lot of heat generated in that back part of the van as well and I have found that to be a huge way to keep it cooler that middle part of the van cooler by isolating that area along with the area in the front and at the same time I all I also um use you know the the curtains from uh, Walmart and I'll put a picture of these in the show notes that you can check out and once again it's not just for uh, it's not just for the heat or keeping the, the the cold air out or whatever but it also is a great way to isolate that area for sleeping so anyway that's two ways that I found to isolate the area that you're um when you're boondocking and what I do to 
course, airflow is essential. You know, if you've camped any at all, whether it's in a tent or in a car or in an RV or whatever, you know, the airflow is essential. So I don't always use the max air fan, but the max air fan is a great way to pull that hot air out of the van, keep the air circulating. But I bought some time ago uh, a couple of fans. One was more expensive than the other and larger than the other uh, based on 12-volt. One, The larger one is like a 12-volt. And I can't remember the name of it. It's, I think it's got zero in the name or something. But it's probably about a 12-inch 12 12-inch 12 diameter fan, something like that. And it really moves a lot of air, and it hooks into 12-volt receptacle, or you can also plug it in. Of course, you know, you can also, if you just have USB um, power, you can get an adapter and plug the 12-volt cigarette lighter into an adapter and also use it on USB, and I have done that as well. And the other little fan that I bought is a small little fan, kind of, it hold, you can hold it in your hand, it's a little metal fan. And I got that at Walmart for like five bucks. The zero, whatever, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name. I'll try to put it in the show notes. It was more expensive. It was around 40 or $50, but I did get it at Walmart as well. Hey, get everything at Walmart, right? That's, that's the world we live in today. Unfortunately, or fortunately, however you should look at it. But those are two ways that I keep the airflow moving. And I try to use those two fans as much as possible without using the max air fan. The max air fan is very efficient, but they use much less electricity than the max air fan. But I'm telling you, when you get those two areas of the van isolated, have those blocked off, and then you have that air moving, of course, you open the windows. In the Travato, you've got uh, a window over the dinette table, and I open that up, and then you got a window over uh, 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 on the door. So I open those two windows up, and to get some great cross uh, airflow uh, going there. So that's a great way to cool down the van. Now, one trick that I've found, I'm, not, I'm sure if you've watched any YouTube videos at all, uh, YouTubers will talk about when they boondock, it's best to park certain ways, like in the shade or out of the sun, that sort of thing. And that's great, and I try to do that as much as possible. But my solar panels are on the roof, of the Toronto. So I want those to be cooking as, as much as they can during the day, charging batteries, running everything, keeping the batteries charged up. Uh, of course, I also have an external, uh, an auxiliary panel, 100 watt panel that I use as well, which I can extend out and put into the sun if the circumstances allow for that. For the most part, I try to stay in it so the solar panels on the roof will operate and it provides plenty of power for practically everything that I'd want to run because when I'm camping I have the refrigerator running which the refrigerator that comes with the Travato is awesome and it's uh, I think it's called an evaporator refrigerator or something like that but it's just it it doesn't pull a lot of power but it does pull power and so I, I just hate to not be uh, pulling in that additional solar energy when I'm boondocking so I have to kind of watch that but one thing I have noticed is when you are parked where the sun is coming in through the window say with the dinette or or in the um, door window if you got it down just push it up you know keep it cracked so you can have the airflow 
but it'll keep some of that sun, the heat of the sun out. And, you know, you're talking about when you, when you camp in temperatures like 80s and 90s, you can lower the temperature inside the van probably, I don't know, I have I've measured and I can't just I can't get a real good bead on it, but I would say probably anywhere from 10, 15, possibly 20 degrees with this method, which makes a big, big, big difference. I think that's really all I had for today. I, I just really want to emphasize that uh, camping is fun year round, and of course boondocking boondocking I think is like the ultimate. And during our travels, we love to, 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 to be able to just pull off to the side of the road and just stay where we want to stay uh, en route to our destination. And here's our quote for today. A perfect summer day is when the sun is shining, the breeze is blowing, the birds are singing, and the lawnmower is broken. Well, don't forget to follow Rolling Home so you won't miss any of the upcoming episodes. See you again soon. <laughs>